0: on the way, on the way,
1: to the big check, you ain't know I'm up next, but I'm on the way, you ain't take a risk cause you too afraid, I'ma just
0: eat till I'm overweight, on the way, on the way. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I'm your host, Xavier Miller, senior with my co host, Deanna Kent.
2: What's up,
0: everybody? And uh, today we have a, another another special guest. I think this is going to be another valuable episode for the <laughs> listeners. And uh, he's an investor, he's a certified financial educa- education instructor, he's the uh, co founder of 200K. He's also the co-host or the Corporate Coke and Smack podcast, which I was a guest on. We had a super, super dope episode. They spent a lot of gems on their podcast, so definitely go check out their podcast as well. And His name is Josh, so welcome to the show, bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, yeah. Is it? Good afternoon or good morning, depending on... Where you are? Yeah, I'm on the
2: East Coast, y'all on the West
1: Coast, so... Right.
2: Good morning. <laughs> good
0: afternoon, good morning. Right, it's 10 morning, here, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I, I I feel like this is a this is a I, I I've been wanting to get you on here for a while, man. Especially after I did your podcast, and I love what y'all are doing. So I'm like, yeah, I I gotta get you back on back on my show. So welcome, man. Glad you're here. Likewise, Just
2: out of you. curiosity, why did y'all name it Corporate Coke and Smack?
1: <laughs> so the way that we came up with that podcast name, Corporate Coke and Smack, was uh my host and I we both grew up in uh, Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, there was a rapper there called Lowell Scooter, and um, he had a song called Flu. The uh, chorus was like, we sell selling a scrambled Coke and Smack, we sell selling a scrambled Coke and Smack, which that was that's a street reference, right right. You know,
3: <laughs> yeah. right.
1: so um, we and us being uh, corporate financial guys, we wanted to blend the two because we felt that we wanted something that could gravitate to multiple audiences because the thought was, all right, if it's like too, too serious, like people are going to listen for like five minutes and then they're going to be like, all right, put the rap music back, you know, put the Gotti back on or all right. you know, the nip or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that's how I kind of, kind of how we came up with that name for coca smack just bringing like, you know, some financial stuff was like some, real relatable practical topics that people can relate to every day just you know in their personal lives and you know career life as well
0: right. yeah, that's 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 dope man i know she she asked me that after i did y'all so i was like i don't know I'm yeah, like, i was like so <laughs> confused i'm like what was
2: y'all talking about i'm like <laughs> it, i'm like it's a dope yeah, man yeah, we, to we me get that often like we get that
1: often because you know like not everyone he was a he was starting to get uh national stardom i think he I think he was killed like yeah maybe a year and a half or two years ago after the charity basketball game yeah but man, um, anybody in
0: Baltimore, they'll, they'll know about it. So yeah, I, I know. Uh, I used to listen to him because I'll be listening to Scola. So okay, yeah, you at Scola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know okay. who, uh, school is. But, nice, nice. But uh, the first like the first question I always like asking, or I guess is like, uh, what was the start? Like, what was the start of your like financial journey? Your just like doing what you're doing. What was the start of that? The start of my financial
1: journey. Probably came in my childhood. Uh, my mm-hmm. grandfather, he was big into uh, real estate investing in Baltimore. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he was actually
1: the first ever African American uh, uh, fire chief in the Baltimore City uh, Police Department. So mm-hmm. that's just a little historical fact. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just watching him growing up, um, just seeing how he ran, you know, his own business, and just seeing how he used like uh, prudence and his decision making. And you know the tactics and the strategies he used, just even that things down to uh, tenant management, like just seeing how he uh, maintained those relationships in, in a good manner. Um, so that's kind of where like my financial journey started, uh, mm-hmm. and then you know just growing up, and then you know going through school and things like that, just building on it
0: over time. Okay, that's that's interesting that you said you're, uh, what your what your grandfather did because. Like I, I, I often talk, I this conversation, like so many of us, we, def, we the first generation of doing what we doing, you know what I mean? So if you had to see your grandfather be the example, do you feel like they like gave you like a head start?
1: Yeah, I would say somewhat. Uh, he was kind of like the physical thought figure. Uh, my dad, he's still living, but he didn't live with me. I grew up with my mom and I, mm-hmm.
3: um,
1: but like for about 10 years, my mom and I, we lived across the street from my grandparents. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, he was like, I would go to his house, like, after school and stuff like that if, you know, my mom didn't want me home by myself. Um, But yeah, yeah, he definitely uh, served as a great role model. And like you said, um, just having him, you know, someone I can relate to and someone close to me, not just like, you know, me and a mentor,
3: like, that's actually, you know, family. That's my granddad.
1: Like, we got genes, you know, the genetic pool.
3: So, um, yeah, just growing up
1: around him, that was definitely a blessing. Um, mm-hmm. And
0: yeah, I would say it was a head start yeah. in, some, in and, some manner. And that's dope. I mean, because so, so many people, especially in our community, we would hear the word, oh, it was a head start. And we look at it as like, oh, man, you had a silver spoon in your mouth. You did. Your parents had this, your grandparents had that. Like, as a bad like, as if it's a bad thing. Like, how yeah, silly like, is that? Start from the
2: bottom.
0: Like, like, no, like, but how silly is that, though? We all want to give our kids, grandkids, a head start. That's what you're supposed to do. So like we yeah. the we the only people that look at it as like, oh, if you ain't start from nothing, you ain't you ain't doing nothing for like, yo, that don't make no, that makes zero sense. But <laughs>
1: yeah, I saw like a Bible scripture that says something
0: relating to like, you know, you're supposed to leave your children yeah. with an inheritance. Exactly. So, you know, like even <laughs> don't
1: bring up, you know, like a religious uh, argument is like that. Like, yeah. you just bring that up yeah. you know that. You know, everyone down there had to start as, you know, a first-time millionaire in their right. family. I think, I guess, it's a big meme going around right now on social media. Like, uh, retweet if you're going to, you know, your state, you're going to be the first millionaire in your family.
0: And I'm like, well, I'm not going to retweet it because I'm not going to be the first millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's dope, man. That's like, that's how it's supposed to be. That we, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel like we shouldn't be the first generation of, of wealth builders even though a lot of us are that really shouldn't be the case you know what i'm saying yeah but, yeah i, I told totally you yeah, it should have been yeah but it is what it is so uh, it's guess whatever but uh so another question i want to ask was how so how long have you been like actively investing?
1: so i started uh with stock investing about 3 years ago mm-hmm. um, when i was working at a financial firm and once a month, they would bring in a representative from the uh, investment banking uh, side of the company, and I was like, "Yo, like, why wait?" So I went up and opened up uh, a Roth IRA and a taxable mm-hmm. account, and I really just learned through trial and error and just doing my own research and just reading a bunch of articles. Um, my probably my best resource when I first started was Investopedia.com. Mm. Um yeah, I use them a lot to yeah. just learn about the uh critical and important fundamentals about investing, you know, risk management, diversification.
3: Mm-hmm. Just little
1: things that's important, you know, when you go in your portfolio. Uh so yeah, that, that's how I got started with that. And from there, man, I was just like, Yo, this is cool. Like once you make like your first uh capital gain from a sale, you're like, All right, this is dope, like yeah. you can get money. Um, you know, I, and I uh, self direct so I don't have to call anybody. Like, I can just, you know, place my trades from mm-hmm. my phone, and the app. So yeah, that's that was uh, how I got started into uh, stock investing, and then uh, real estate investing. Um, so currently, I house hack. Um, so I have a roommate in my house,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then I also uh, joined in on a couple deals on a, um, in an investment club on a couple houses. Um, one in Detroit, and another one in another state um I'm, uh, right now i'm slowly working on uh building up uh my wholesaling business with my partner reggie um so that's right now
3: okay
1: now what i got going on in terms of
2: investing okay what um made you decide to be hands-on with your stock investing because i know a lot of people are like afraid to do that and they rather have like a broker do it for them so what like kind of made you decide i know i'm gonna just do it myself
1: i would say my risk tolerance like I'm the type that's gonna jump out there and try it. Uh my mindset changed one day. I was talking with some friends and I like to have money talks with my friends by the way,
3: because mm-hmm. I think that's healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: anybody who shy away from it, you know, that's like a red flag. Yep. So we're having money talks with my friends one day. I'm just thinking, writing down stuff, like, okay, you know, we're buying three dollar fist of Syrah, uh, you know, Patron. I'm like this money could go somewhere else. Mm -hmm.
3: So I'm like, all right, let me just give it a try. And then I also, I heard positive things just about stock investing in
1: general where, you know, over time, most people come up, you know, your, um, your assets are going to appreciate versus, you know, usually buying clothes or shoes, things like that. Those are, you know, they depreciate in value. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's, that's what really got me started. I was just curious and I'm like, all right, I'm going to
0: open this account. I'm going to put some money in here. And I'm gonna see what it do. <laughs> mm, okay. So, so what's uh? Because I know a, a common question that people always ask me about stocks. They say, so when do you know when's the when when's the time to sell it? And I always just be like, uh, it depends on. It really depends on you. But I'll say like, if it, if the price went up like rapidly, I'll say that might be a good time to sell it. If you held it for a while, the price uh went up a good amount a good amount. That might be a good time to sell it. If it's dropped, if it's continuously been dropping. You might want to get out of that ASAP instead of hold on to it and having that crazy faith. But what do you think is a good time to sell for the people that's listening? So I first
1: want to touch on the point where you said if it keeps dropping it mm-hmm. might be a time to sell. I always tell people that, you know, you can sell for losses.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because aside, like you said, it may not bounce back in right. the time horizon that you plan on holding it. So it's okay to sometimes, you know, sell for losses. So that you can take those funds and place them somewhere in a different investment that might appreciate mm-hmm. but in terms of when to sell i would say it's all about uh, doing your research mm-hmm. setting a target for yourself yep. i mean in terms of if it's a short-term play like if it's a day trade or it's a swing trade um th- i think that's more so applicable to you know uh setting a um, goal of uh, when to uh, sell. So I would say um, reading charts, learning how to read charts um, is important, like candlestick charts. Mm. Um, there are a lot of um, resources online to um, help you with that. So I use that. Um, and also, like I said, just uh, following the target that um, I set for myself in terms of that stop. Um, I know this past Wednesday, I had stock stop, uh, CoreMedics. You might have seen me tweet about it. It, they did a reverse stock split on uh, Wednesday morning before the opening the market,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like Thursday, that thing exploded. Like, yeah, up, I, I think I seen you.
0: I it seen you talking 25%, about it. Twenty
1: five percent. But I sold, so I actually sold out of it at about twenty four percent. I sold a third of my position out of it, mm-hmm. and then I kept some in because I felt like it still could go up some more, and which it did the next day. So uh, one strategy that I use is maybe break up your, uh, that position of that particular security into like uh, portions. So say, okay, maybe if you get to this, tar- this price, I'll sell, you know, a third of it or a fourth of it. Um, so yeah, just having a, a, a game plan going into it, I think is the most important part because so often
3: people uh, allow their emotions to be involved. Like mm. when
1: it comes to this money in general, especially like with stocks like you say like for instance with that stock i could have saw it zoom up and like unrealistically i could have been like oh yeah this thing is going you know it ended up selling like nine dollars and 50 cent but i could have been like oh my mind i think it's gonna go 13. right which you know if i would have thought that way hypothetically it would have never come but because i had a strategy in place on okay i want to sell this at this price, mm-hmm. I want to sell. You know, if I see it starting to come down, all right, let me lock in some more games, another third. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would just say, just setting your uh, price strategy, and also um, just monitoring,
0: you know, the price movement. Mm. That's that's important, right there. Having that strategy. So just know, all right, this is the point. If it gets to this point, this what I'm selling. If right. People, a lot of people, they'll be, they just be like, I'm just going on the win, so it keep going up, and you like, you don't know, you like, you get greedy at that point. You see it keep <laughs> going, like, oh, let me go some more, better go some more. But uh, right. I know. I know. I want to ask you another question. So, uh, you, uh, we all know recently uh, Lyft just had this IP, uh, IPO, or whatever. So I was so I was thinking about investing into it, and I seen the evaluation, and I'm like, yo, that's that's too high. I'm like, I'm gonna wait a couple. I'm, I think I'm gonna wait a couple weeks is wait to hit like reality for real, or the real evaluation. What was what was your thoughts on? do you even think Lyft is a good a good company to invest in?
1: I had a similar opinion on that stock. Um, One, the valuation I felt was high, Mm -hmm. and then secondly, if you look at the history of tech IPOs, um, the the initial share price from when it um, you know initially hits Mm -hmm. the market, the initial public offering, it um, does decrease in value like in the short term, like you know in a
3: couple Mm -hmm.
1: months when it's first on the market. Um, Now, in terms of the company itself. Of course his biggest competitor is Uber. Uber. Um, and it seems like those two are, are you know dominating the market share in terms of uh you know uh, ride sharing. But yeah I would be curious to see um how that stock moves. Me and myself yeah I didn't invest in it. I had some people who hit me up saying like yo did you invest in it? And I'm like nah I stayed away from that cuz yeah. <laughs> and this is also the first ride sharing company Um, on the market Mm -hmm. as well so I just want to see how investors react to it Um, and also I I don't know much about the company um, from a management standpoint Mm. so that's also something else um, you know when I talk about prudence and doing your research is you know not just looking at um, the the, well in this case it's IPO so it's no previous uh, price movement or any you know historical data to go off of but even if you can just learn about the company itself and the management, that's uh, that's a major component. And also, just what other um, initiatives they may have coming out.
3: Mm. Because all right,
1: right now we just want to have ride sharing. But um, I would imagine, you know, in the future they're going to bring out, uh, you know, other aspects of the business, or maybe uh, delve into different lanes that can open up more sources of revenue.
2: Mm. So um, I know a lot of people that I talk to struggle with trying to figure out what stocks or which companies to invest in and we talked to someone on the podcast I don't remember who said but they said they only I think it was Todd Millionaire but he said he only invests in like the I don't want to say unknown but like the companies that aren't doing so well so he goes for what for um what the the unpopular companies where everybody isn't investing in so for you Do you follow a similar strategy or like how do you choose which stocks you want to go for?
1: So my personal strategy is um, I stick to a lot of uh, biotech or pharma stocks. That's just personally been uh, the sector that I have performed best in. Um, Like you previously mentioned, I would say um, I would agree uh, with Todd meaning that that if you can find stocks that are undervalued um, in terms of, you know, you're looking like, uh, price-earnings ratios, and, like the different financial metrics um, through your research. Um, as you can see, I keep stressing the word research. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, like, find an undervalued company because they have the most upside. You mm-hmm. know, if you, if you buy into a company like, I mean, Walmart or just, like, you know, some of the conglomerates, you know, they're, they're going to going to experience growth but not as much upside as like you know a new startup company who has an innovative idea um something of that nature so yeah that's the type of companies i look for like companies who are coming out with innovative ideas yes there's more risk to it but if you can follow the company and see the steady improvements that they're making like for instance and pharmaceutical companies or biotech companies they often have um, trials uh, that they're going through to test, like, you know, whatever new medicine or um, like in the case of Cormedics, um they're making a catheter lock um, to help to prevent infectious diseases. So, you know, follow follow some companies, not just one, because, you know, you want to diversify, follow mm-hmm. companies. And um, like I said, if you see something that's looking very promising.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Invest in it. That's
0: you know, put your money out there. Okay, so I want—I know I want to ask you uh, something else. I want to ask you was, what are your thoughts on forex? Because a lot, I, a lot of people hit me up asking about forex, and I'm like, I mean, I'm not into it. I don't really—I'm not like super informed on it, so I just tell people that, like, yo, I don't know. You going to do your own research on that? I ain't too hip, like, on forex. and, and I feel like the people that I see that always message me trying to get me into it, or they act like. When they asking about it, it's always the people that's like, like, and I ain't, I ain't trying to call nobody out or nothing, but it's like they selling like this fake lifestyle. It's like they'll be like yeah. posted by like a Lamborghini or something, and they'll be like, oh man, I, I'm I made five thousand dollars this morning with Forex, blah blah blah. Click the link to learn how, you know what I'm saying? It just be like this, 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 this okay. fake lifestyle, it seemed like. So yeah. I'm like, just seeing that. It gives Forex a bad rap in my eyes because it makes me not want to get into it when I see shit like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I, even though I don't really know it, when I see people doing that, I'm like, yeah, I'm staying away from it. So what's, what you think about Forex?
1: So right now, Forex is, is, is definitely becoming more popular. Yeah. Uh, similar to your situation, I've had people hit me up about it. I think just based on just seeing me, you know,
3: talk about stock investing. Mm-hmm. Um, so with Forex personally i'm not investing into it i have had a couple friends who recently got into it and they've had uh, great results from it mm-hmm. now when you talk about like the fake lifestyle mm. or the uh, I, I would agree sometimes that um, people only talk about the good really? not like, neither the bad mm-hmm. um, because i like, recently i had someone hit me up about
1: it and like they were telling me about it, all the good stuff, and then I did. I was like just looking through their page and just seeing like some of the screenshots they were showing, of, like their trades, and um, apparently, like the
3: I guess the price movement, it, it didn't it didn't look like very authentic. So right. you know,
1: it might cut out like some of the downside.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, I would agree that some people are selling the fake lifestyle, the facade. But um, I, I do want to. I do want to get into it. Um, I understand that for one, it's um, you know it's a global thing, so mm-hmm. it's twenty four seven. Unlike the stock market, which right. is open only like what six and a half yeah. hours a day.
3: Yeah.
1: So yeah, I, I do want to venture to it personally. I, I'm not uh, you know well versed in it right now, right. But I have heard great things about it, so yeah, I am looking forward to uh, learning a little bit about it. I don't see how I'm gonna become an expert. to right. Stick to what I've been good at. Right. But I don't
0: think it, you know hurts to learn about it. Yeah, it could be another source of income, honestly. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I plan on looking up into it eventually soon too. It's just that I feel like the people that's a lot of the people that's in it, they make, they they market it terribly yeah. because they, they like I said, they just said they just sell it as this this fake this fake lifestyle. So. Most of the people that's getting it started in that they they pretty much immature with investing anyway. So you and you giving off that persona is like they they just that's just prime for failure in my eyes. But yeah, plan- they're, they're,
1: I w- yeah, I would say that also um, because some of the clubs they have the marketing aspect to it,
0: mm-hmm. and that
1: kind of turns me off. Yeah, like, I want to just I'm here to, like make money, right? I'm not be like a recruiter or anything like that. Right, you know, if I want to I'd go on like a college campus and. <laughs>
0: set up a table <laughs> yeah right that's right that's there. Uh,
2: somebody hit me up about it and i i like they sent me a link to the website but it wasn't that much information and then they sent me like youtube videos but they still like wasn't given a lot of information and then it was Very just technical. like something about trading like over different currencies and i'm like i just i don't like like if i can't find like information Simple, like, all over the internet on it i don't really like it i'm like it's it just seemed you know too hidden like no, yeah too sketchy
0: yeah but <laughs> but uh another thing i want to ask you is about 200k so for the people that don't know do you mind explaining what is your company 200k yep uh
1: so 200k um is a financial club um it's going to be launching pretty soon. Um, my partner, Brandon, and I um, the idea behind it was to not only, uh, improve financial literacy, uh, for the members and just for the community in general, but to also have a centralized location where people can come to for, um, any real estate needs, like stock needs, um, like entrepreneurship in general, where, mm. um, we'll have, um, a portion of the website dedicated to um, companies who can list um, their services on there. Uh, so when people, you know, may need uh, someone to do the LLC, you know, they can come there and find, you know, someone maybe if not in their state, someone who can service their state um, in terms of LLCs. Or if you have a real estate deal and you may be looking for uh, a buyer or someone to joint venture with, you, know, you can come there and. You know, if you want to post you down on there. Or just, um, if we just backtrack just to someone just beginning their financial journey, mm-hmm. uh, they can come there. You know, we'll have blog posts about um, up-to-date uh, news or anything that's going on that could affect you financially. Like, just anything from the uh, IRA contribution limits being increased this year. Like, something like that that would apply to people. Or, are there any, like, uh, changes to tax laws. Um, because I think oftentimes um, people do forget about taxation, you know, in mm-hmm. terms of the business. They just think about, like, you know, revenues and expenses, mm-hmm. but taxation is also important. Um, so, yeah, we can deliver uh, very current information to people. And like I said, uh, just have a centralized location where people come to chat with other people. Um, but we wanted to be a very inclusive uh, community. So, you know, if you have a question... Whereas some people may say to themselves, oh, this is dumb. Like, post it on there. Like, mm. we want to help, you know, help people. Because it's not going to be just Brandon and I. It would be other members who can also assist as well who may, um, you know, be more experienced in that subject matter that can help them. So it's just for everyone to help everyone like to build. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not, you know, uh, Xavier Deanna against Josh. Like, right. everybody win. You know what I'm saying? So, we want to see everyone win, uh, win um, uplift the community, something very positive right now. Because I think right now is the best time to be in business. Uh, so, it's like it's go mode. It's mm. green light. Mm. Just push your foot on the gas
3: pedal mm-hmm. and press that thing down and let's get going.
0: Mm. That's 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 super dope, man. And like you said, how you speaking on like pretty much helping the community. So, with that being said, a question I always like to ask our listeners is, how important, or do you feel like you have an obligation to help and give back to the community? Because, like, even though you just said at the start of the conversation that you you go into high schools and mentorship and stuff like that, so do you feel obligated to do things like that?
1: I wouldn't necessarily call it an obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, some people would say it's an obligation. Me personally, it's just a natural passion of mine, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, you you could say it's an obligation to pass the information on, yes.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes,
1: I would say it's an obligation (laughs) because everyone uh, isn't brought up in a a good setting.
3: um, Go out to these uh, mentoring sessions
1: and really pass on the information uh, to the younger generation Um, Mm -hmm. because it's not in the school systems, you know, it's not in the the curriculum. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's left out to keep everyone average, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I I would say it's my obligation to
0: do things like this and to um, uplift the people around me who may not who may not have been as fortunate to have had this um, upbringing like mine. Mm, That's so important, especially since since you in a city like Baltimore and, you know, we always hear what's going on around cities like Baltimore, Chicago. Well, uh, I,
1: I actually live in I actually live in uh, Wilmington,
0: Delaware. Are you in Delaware now? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I live, yeah. I live in Delaware now. I'm um, about thirty minutes south of Philly. Okay. But um, yeah, like where I live is an urban community, so, yeah. and they
3: have the same struggles here, where it's like the, the public school testing, you know, the the grades are low, and mm. um, it's
1: you know it's, it's poverty around. So it's it's just something that I think we need to keep stressing because I feel like there can be a turnaround.
0: But it's, it's got to be leaders like you know y'all and I where mm-hmm. just just keep drilling to the head until they get it. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree 100. And, of course, and I also see that you like a like an avid runner. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what is like, what was the the, the I don't see
2: how you do it? <laughs> what was this?
0: What was the start to that? Or is that something you always been into? No, it, it actually wasn't.
1: It started my senior year of high school. And I was like, I'm not going to end high school without being on the sports team. So I joined the track team. Um, and that's just how my passion for running started. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I just kept it up in college. And then, like, you know, as I uh, became, you know, growing to a young man, um, I just started signing up for runs. And uh, I used it like a challenge to myself, to, you know, in terms of uh, my competitive nature. Like, yo, I, you know, I would sign up for these 5Ks. Um, the, the
0: furthest run I ever did was a half marathon. I'm still working on the marathon. Mm. That's 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 crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The half marathon <laughs> the beast though. Right. Y'all should have just saw Xavier face. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like whoa, yeah.
3: That's, is, that's, yeah, that's That, that 20, what, 26.2 miles.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I hop in Uber for that. I hop yeah. in a Lyft for
0: that. Yeah, all right, all right. But, uh, yeah, but in terms of running yeah I just use to stay in shape and um you know just do some some lifting to really stay lean uh, you know my my whole mantra is uh
1: fitness and finance mm-hmm. you know I, you know That's stay healthy um, and also it just helped me to relax my mind running you know I have to like come home from like my uh, nine to five and then I'll take like a run and then get into you know my own my own ventures um in the evening so I kind of just use it to reset my
0: mind and also stay healthy in the same token Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you, should, you should use that as your, uh, like how Andre Hatcher got the owner be on thing. You should use Oh, yeah, finish the five Yeah, finish it. That should be like. Shirt's a, coming soon. it's coming soon. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> you should definitely do that, bro. But, uh, I think, so with you being into running, I also see, like, you're you vegan, right? You're a vegan, right? No, no, I'm not vegan. Oh, you're not vegan? Oh, no, nah, okay. I'm not vegan. He's like,
3: no,
1: he's like, hell no. I just baked some chicken. <laughs> I had salmon a couple nights ago. Nah, I'm, I'm not uh, vegan. I,
3: oh, you get this no, I, Oh, no, I'm not. Okay.
1: I would say that um, I am conscious of what I eat,
3: though. Okay. I would say that um, yeah. I, I've cut out um, frozen food. I've cut that out. Also, like, just
1: snacks. Um, you know, and, like, instead of chips, like, I may eat, like, you know, some some peanuts or... Um, you know more fruits and things like that. See, so, yeah, I'm not vegan, but I'm yeah, I'm very health conscious of what okay. I eat because I've noticed like the better you eat, that affects um, you How know I you
3: uh, mentally and mm-hmm. physically. Yeah. So it's like and you want to be in a good space, mm-hmm. you
0: know, in both realms in order to be um,
3: you know high
0: efficiency. So, yeah, especially right, especially as a businessman or businesswoman. Yeah. And yep. And getting back to the running side of things, do you feel like? Because I know when I run and stuff, especially if I'm running miles i feel like you know when you run it, it's times when you get to that point where you like yo i'm done i'm tired but it's like some menu that's like all right keep on going keep on yeah, going the then runner's you, high. that run is hot then you just get on autopilot where you don't even feel nothing no more all you just know your legs is moving so do you but do you feel like that translates and helps you as far as like with your business things because i feel like it does in a weird way
1: yeah i, I would say it's directly correlated like you said uh even in a business aspect where you might be ready to
3: hang it up for a night, but you just want to roll and mm-hmm. your thoughts and ideas are rolling mm-hmm. and you're like, all right, you know, I was going to stop at midnight at one o'clock, but, um, you know, I got some great momentum here, so let's, you know, keep pumping out uh, some more information or let's do some more research. See, I always see it directly correlated, like you said, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know, a high, so to speak, where you're in the zone mm-hmm. and, like, when you're in the your zone, you hot. So, mm-hmm. you know, you just want to stick to it and like you said you can never do too much in terms of your business so it's not you know it's not
1: like a bad thing you know if you keep going for another half an hour or hour or however
0: long um, because it's only going to help your business Mm. um, you know to function um, you know really at scale Mm, that's facts and and something else I want to ask real quick is so what do you feel about uh, like branding and networking as far as like social media, because how how I see, it, because this 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 is the root of this question really. So yesterday I tweeted, I said, I don't know if you've seen it. And I tweeted, I said, if you're not on like using Twitter to network, uh, make money, build your brand, build your relationships, you using this app wrong. And I got a lot of flack. A lot of people were like, what? I'm just on here to laugh. You you too serious. Blah blah blah. This and that. And I'm like, then I responded to that by saying, I was like, okay. Some of a lot of y'all saying I'm just on this app to laugh. Okay, that's cool, but no offense. That's probably why you broke because you got the wrong mentality and you can't even see you can't even see uh, opportunity right even when it's right in front of your face. So, like, but what do you what do you think as far as that? Do you feel like you should be using? Because I know I I see you on their network and you doing things. You uh, going to like uh. Uh, real estate tweeter i mean investors tweeters yeah, and all that yeah. yeah yeah so like what do you think as far as the whole social media thing and yeah. networking and all that so yeah it's, it's definitely a great platform to network um i mean that's how we made this episode possible exactly hey like,
1: you know you're in you in california i'm um, you know on the east coast in delaware right I mean, I, yeah I, I would say it's definitely a great networking tool um when
3: you follow the right people, good people, yeah. Because you choose who you follow. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you want to follow a bunch of parody accounts, like that, that's fine. You know, that that's what you like to do. That's fine. You know, it it doesn't
1: hurt to you know see a joke come right timeline you know, every now and then. Right. Uh, but I, I mean, I'm definitely not gonna sit on there and um, scrutinize any celebrities about
0: how you are living or right.
3: Like about worry this? about uh, someone else's life, you know, for the trivial matters. Right. Um.
1: So. When it comes to networking, yeah, I would say Twitter, be, and also because of the um, accessibility or the usability or of the uh, the app itself, where you know, just even just making an account and um, now I know they have like uh, you can make lists and follow certain yeah. people, but like you know, certain hobbies or certain interests. Um, so using that to network. It's definitely good because, like I said, there's a lot of great people on there, like mm-hmm. y'all and so many other people, um, young African-American, mm-hmm. uh, business-minded individuals that mm-hmm. have great ideas and, you know, bounce ideas off of each other to really build.
0: Mm-hmm. And do, do you feel like, because in my, in my opinion, I feel like it's a shift in the culture happening as far as, like, mentality-wise when it comes to to, to like, finance and ownership. It's just like the conversation I see conversations, or maybe it's just me and my timeline i see more I see more conversations on ownership- like ownership money, getting your money right instead of like the just the goofy pop culture shit, so do you feel like it's a shift happening, or do you feel like uh not really yeah, I, I
1: definitely think it's a shift happening um because like you said, people are more open about the money talks now um, than ever um it's not like this thing where. You know people are hiding behind it or it's like taboo so to speak um and also it's very motivating when you can see someone who looks like you Mm -hmm. who's had a similar upbringing you know who who lives in in a similar style uh community who are you know doing some very progressive things um for themselves because You know, so often we see on the news, it's like, okay, you know, black man killed or black man arrested for robbery. So um, the media, you know, kind of puts out this narrative that, you know, black men are this or black men are that. But as we know the truth, like we out here doing great things. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of positive uh, black men. There's a lot of great black fathers
0: lot of great black engineers black doctors mm-hmm. you know you, you name it uh listen go on so yeah man just um what was the question again <laughs> <laughs> i was just like do you see a shift a, sh- a shift in the culture oh, shift in, yeah, shift in, yeah yeah so yeah yeah I, I definitely do see a shift in the culture um and even like now with rappers
1: yeah uh talking about it like i know um, DJM on the Breakfast Club yeah. talking about it. Yeah. Um, Offset I was talking about like buying uh, a house in Atlanta.
0: Um, what's his name? Uh, yeah, Houston. Uh, um, Traded. True. Um, yeah, yeah. Traded. True. Doing some stuff down there. People like Nipsey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nipsey out west. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so like every region, you know, got somebody leading
3: the way. I mean, even Ross with the uh, mm-hmm. Wingstop franchises. Yeah. franchises.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I, I love the chef, man. I love it, uh-huh, and uh, it's very positive. Yeah, man. And sp- just speaking of rap, real quick, I uh, I see you were like a you are avid listener of Payroll Giovanni, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. man, whenever I see somebody that like Payroll, I feel like man, this is like an instant connection. Like, like that's like the, he real. That's real. Like uh, get money music, I would say yeah yeah it's hustle music yeah yeah and i mean even like just watching him over the course of his uh his tapes Mm -hmm. over the years where like he's moved from just like strictly like you know right fast money talk yeah to like really just talking about like um building businesses like the uh 10 stack commandments right uh, where like the whole tape was just
3: um it was dedicated to Investing, like mm-hmm. this song, like this, my favorite song
1: on there is uh, "More Than One Income." Than I track One. number nine.
3: Yeah, You just talk about like, yo,
1: he got. They say like he got five different plays, mm-hmm. money coming in five different ways. Way, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And like, so really just
0: um, applying those principles, you know, to different facets of your life. Yeah. B-Roll, mm. that's that guy. Yeah, Because I don't think he can don't get enough shine. He don't, he don't, not at he all. Was, he was with uh, CCEs See, and Chazzy for a little bit. Yeah. But um, that fell off. I yep. think on one tape, he said something like they were like, probably facing a possible indictment or Yeah, something. yeah, I've seen that. Um, so that's why they had to end that. Yep. But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely like him. And I, yeah, anybody I put on, like, yeah. in the car, they be like, oh, yeah, who like this? Yeah, who this? Like, Because oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: like, he's he, not mumble rap either, but yeah. like, yeah. He, he is very lyrical. The beat be smooth. Or it'd yeah, be like some yeah. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit type sound. But it still be... It's just, like, it's, it's hustling music. Like, it's, I don't yeah. understand how could you not like it. If you're about if you your money, you about your business, I feel like you just gonna yeah. naturally gravitate to it. But he, <laughs> he don't get his shine at the same time like he said he do. Because, you know, a lot of people like listening to bullshit right now. But, you know... Or, like, stuff with, like, heavy bass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> heavy, yeah, heavy bass. And they want to just hit, like, some dance. They want to dance or something. don't oh, know something like that. But, uh... <laughs> But another another thing I want to ask you, because I know it's a lot of people that always ask questions like this. They say, like, all right, I want to get into investing, but I ain't got that much money. Or they say, I got X amount of dollars. They probably don't be that much. Hey, say, I got $1,000 or whatever. And I, want to, I want to get started investing. What should I do? Like, what's, a, what's some steps I could take? And I'm like, I'm not a certified financial planner, so I never tell people, like, okay, this is what you should do. I just say, hey, man, do some research. But what would your advice be to people? Who don't have that much but they want to get started investing into things yeah and that, that's a
1: good point you say um i just tell people like i'm, I'm currently studying for my cfp certified financial planning mm-hmm. uh, designation um so eventually uh you know i want to be licensed um but yeah i always tell them i give them the same disclaimer like hey yeah. it's not advice but I'm, I'm gonna tell you what i did right so just information so for someone who says they don't have much money I mean, when you think about real estate, you can get into wholesaling with very little money. I mean, it take maybe like a hundred bucks. Um, if that, you can buy a list of properties that could be uh, you know pre-foreclosures or vacancies, things like that. Um, even going down to your local courthouse
3: and um, going to get the list of uh, vacant homes or like just
1: going to um, an auction at your local courthouse, you can meet buyers there. So you know that takes no money. I mean, what you don't got a car? Hop on a bus. You know, two dollar bus pass or that. Um, We think about
3: stock investing. It takes very little money. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can buy you know shares of
1: certain companies for you know five, six, seven, eight, ten dollars, twenty dollars. You know, if that. Um, So yeah, I think the excuse of not having much money um, is 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 over. You know, it's it's overblown in a sense because it's about the mindset like you just people just don't have a mindset mm. um so that that's what i would say more so than just having a lack of money because as we know i mean even someone who says okay i don't have any money but they have a good credit score go take a loan out from your bank like if you can get a loan for, you know low interest you know maybe you know somewhere three four percent you know maybe five percent
3: um on the high side get a loan start up a business you know so mm-hmm. you got to be creative um with your uh
1: financial uh, resources or strategies to build so
2: yeah so you mentioned that um yeah. you working on a pod and then you go home and run your businesses for you like do you find that difficult or like how do you balance the two
0: because mm-hmm. sure. before before you answer that because some people say Oh man, I can't I work a job. I ain't got time to be running no, no business blah 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 and I'm like, "Yo, what the f-? Like it, like that really make me mad when I see people say that. I'm just like, "All right, whatever. I'm not even going to have this conversation with you cuz obviously, your mental, we don't have the same mentality. So, it's nothing I could say to you to you know what I'm saying? So, but what would you what would you say to people? So it's like the Yeah, uh some people struggle with
1: having a large workload. I think that 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 um you know, uh, instills fear into some people because they're thinking like, when you wake up, for instance, you wake up at six AM or whatever time you wake up. You're like, all right, you're ready for work. I go to work, get off at five, come home, you know, mm-hmm. maybe make dinner, and I gotta now work on my own businesses. So in your mind, you're like, dang, I'm about to essentially be working for the next twelve, thirteen, fourteen hours of the day. You know, brain just pumping out information. You know, it's movement on the move, but. What I do is, um, similar to like when I was talking about selling the stocks, Like break it down into segments. Mm. So don't look at the whole day in its entirety. Mm. Um, you know, all right, let me make it to 9 a.m. Let me make it to noon. Let me make it to 3 p.m., 6 p.m. Like, break it down. So me personally, I break it down to three-hour segments and say, all right, by this time, this one I want to have accomplished. You know, by this time, twelve o'clock, I am going to have this accomplished at, at, at my corporate gig. Mm-hmm. Then, when I get home, it's like, all right. Um, I know, you know, I gotta cook. You know, I have a set schedule that I try my best to follow by. That I try try my best to follow. So, um, yeah, time management is definitely uh, a critical skill that
2: people, a lot of people lack, honestly.
3: But mm-hmm. um, if you have that, or you
1: can um, learn how to
0: build that, um, you'll definitely be very. Successful. Mm, and I, and I, I feel like I feel like what you just said was a super valuable gem that I hope ain't go over people's heads because that's that's game that sometimes people gotta pay for. What you saying? How breaking your day down to increments? That's like that. That's a small key for a lot of people. There are a lot of people that's just running loose and like like a chicken with his head cut off. If they just know that if you break your day down to increments, that could change their life. Like I read how uh, Amazon CEO. Jeff Bezos, he they say he break his day down to five minute intervals. So with, yeah, when yeah. I, yeah when I when I first heard that, I was like, yo, this is like this doesn't make any sense. This is like this is stupid. What we're like why would you do that? Then I realized I'm like, yo, five minutes. It's such a short period of time where well, you gotta be in a moment. You gotta be focused on what you're doing because you only got five minutes. So I'm like that's that's it's brilliance. Now for people that's listening, I mean I ain't saying you need to do that because five minutes that's like to the extreme. And I'm pretty sure he worked yeah. his way up to that point. So, but Correct. breaking it down to an hour, two-hour two, two hour mm-hmm. intervals, that's so key and so important that a lot of people probably, they didn't even, they, they overlooked that they didn't think about So that's important that you spoke on that, like, with time management, because that's like, if you're not good at time management, I don't care, like, what it is, you're not going to be successful, especially as being an entrepreneur, if you're not good at time management. It's Your just not going to happen. Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yeah, I, uh, sometimes, like, I uh, liken it to an arcade racing game. Like, just make it to the checkpoint. Mm. and.
1: The game keep going. Yeah. Just make it to the
0: checkpoint and you know, you stay on. Mm. See man, that's that's deep, man. That's some <laughs> game for real. A lot of because I know I know it's a lot of people that be struggling to to, to move ahead, but it's like, yo, you gotta it's twenty four hours in a day, bro. A day, a day yeah. it's a, you gotta break you gotta break it down. You can't take it on like this one whole thing, you gotta break it down. So that's right. man. <laughs> that's a valuable piece of information for real, man. Like for real, for real. But uh Another this one this is this is another question I like asking people that's on the show are you are you single or are you in a relationship? Relationship. You know? Okay, okay, okay. So that kind of uh, switches my question now. So like, um, <laughs> like how can I say this? So, so how important is it for for like because you're in a relationship? So how important is it for your uh, significant other to be on the same the same? The same role, like as mentality-wise, because of how you think is great. Like you, you on you doing great things, and you on your way to doing even greater things. So, how important is like her to be on that same page mentally, even if she don't have the money that you have, just mentally? Yeah, it's it's very important. Even down to just running a business, Uh, your your significant other has to know that when you're building a business, it takes a
1: lot of time. Mm -hmm. Um, So. Like you may not have as much time to allocate. Right. You know, to just like uh sitting around or like just downtime. Like I say, like when you come off from the gig, you know, you make dinner and like you doing you know, you, you into your own ventures. Um, so it's very
3: important. Uh like she does she done not with me, um, so I mean that, that helps also, like you know, my media space. Right. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta come
1: <laughs> home and like, you know, like I love you too, you know, <laughs>
3: so, so it's time to work on these projects. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just yeah, go back to the time management thing. Um, and like you said, with the um mental aspect, it's important because if that's someone that you see yourself being with long term, they're gonna be with you on your journey. Mm-hmm. So you want someone who sees the vision can bring uh, something to the
1: table that can be resourceful to the business that can mm. help it grow? Because at the end of the day, like, y'all get married, y'all won So exactly. your business success is, you know, her business success, and vice versa. Vice versa. You know, yeah. so yeah, being on that same mindset is critical. Um, because just think, if she sees you building your business, hell, you might motivate her to start up something that she always wanted to do. But she just, like, needed that one push, you know, over the hump. And now she see you doing your thing, and it might spark something in her mind. Like, okay, maybe you know why he working on his business. I can work on my business. And then, you know, be like on some hold with Beyonce.
3: Like, you exactly. build an empire. Yeah, and
0: that's, that's, that's super important and super valuable as well. Because, you know, you'll get a lot of people, especially, like, successful people, they'll tell you. They'll be like, yo, are you trying to do this? Are you in a relationship? Get out your relationship because it's going to be a distraction. So I always ask. That's why I always ask people. Like, so it's, it's so important. If you're trying to do all those things, if you're in a relationship, make sure you with somebody that understands your goals and understand your mentality and understands everything you're doing. Because if she do, if she doesn't or he doesn't, mm-hmm. it's gonna be difficult. It's gonna be very difficult for you to progress and get to yeah. you want to get to. Because you're gonna have somebody that's always like, you're not paying me no attention. Why we can't go out? Why we can't okay. do this? Why we can't do that? But it's like. He focused on what he's doing. Like you don't, you don't want no distractions once you got those goals. But if you got, if you with somebody that understands fully what's what's going on, she understands your mindset, your goals. It makes it better. It's like it's it's two people now instead of you just being yeah. one person. So that's mm-hmm. yeah. I see. Y'all, I see y'all building the an empire and <laughs> uh, park your capital for sure.
1: You know, yeah, you shout 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 that out. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Game recognized game. So, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, man, I I, I love what you're doing, man. I, and I love the fact that uh, you took time to come out, Joe. you your busy day, like you, I know you're a busy man. So you, for you to even take time out your day to come and rock with us on the show, that's super love to me, man. Much and,
3: appreciated.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we and we go. I, I feel like because uh, I missed the uh the all the uh, the the tweet ups that happened. So I'm like, I know the next ones. We gotta link up and where where Yeah. Where yeah. Is <laughs> Come out, man. I think uh, they're they're currently working on it. Um mm-hmm.
1: I've heard it may be in Detroit. Um it's, mm-hmm. it's not set yet. Oh, wow.
0: Um and the dates aren't set yet. But yeah, we kinda running like the same Twitter circle, so I'm yeah. sure you'll see the information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if not, you know, I'm, I'm gonna definitely keep you abreast. Uh yeah, but, yeah it, it was definitely um a great time mm-hmm. in Houston. I just want to touch on that real quick.
1: Yeah. Um, it was cool, man. So we went down to Houston and it was about, about 15 to 20 of us. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we, uh, met up, um, at an office called the cannon and we were just sitting there, like just having like a real intimate conversation. Like everyone was open, you know, just talking about like their experiences and whatever strategy that they're using for real estate. Um, so yeah, I would I would definitely uh, highly recommend you know mm-hmm. that people come out you know come out like it, it was you know it was, it was open like anybody who wanted to come come you know I I flew in uh, from Philly um, and one of my uh, college friends uh, one of, he's actually my partner um, on the real estate Reggie yeah he, uh, he met me out there and he was like hey about to go out here like worst mm-hmm. case if nobody show up like you know <laughs> we still gonna come out here right. and do our own you know for the business so it was definitely a productive trip. And um, I learned a lot myself. So, and also, um, you know, gained some valuable um, networking and, and, you know, contacts um, that I can, you know, have a relationship
0: going forward with. Man, that's they're so good. The building cool. in the I'm
2: Glad
0: to see stuff like that. Yeah, because like, yep. like, because even with, like next next weekend, I'm flying out to LA because I'm having a meeting with this uh this, another guy I met from Twitter about the nice. about the trucking industry. So okay. he wants to go in hey. business. Yeah, he want to go in business together. I'm like, yo, let's do it. and he, he experienced, so I'm like, let's do it. I'm gonna fly out. Let's meet. It ain't nothing hey, to fly out want, as long as the checks clear. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you feel me? You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. You know, you, you get some paperwork. You know, so you you protect it. Yeah,
2: and get to it. You get know? to it. Get to it.
0: Definitely, man. And uh, did, before we wrap up, one last question because I know you got you got a uh, you got stuff to do today. One last question is: what were like, for the for, for the for the person that's listening, that's that's uh, probably going through some things, or he want to do some of the things that we talk about on the show, and like, what would your what would your be be your best advice to give that person, female or female?
1: My best advice would be to, and I know this may sound cliche, uh, or it may sound easy coming from someone who's experienced, right. you know, uh, you know, some success. Um, I would say like keep your head up. Uh, like what did Leah say? You know, first you don't succeed, right. dust yourself off and try again. Like you know, just it, everyone doesn't get it right on the, you know on the first uh, on the first swing. I mean, the the greatest baseball players—they strike out. Strike
3: out, yeah. You know, Michael Jordan missed shots. Missed, yeah. LeBron James missed shots. Yeah. You know, so don't take failure to heart. Of course, naturally, we're disappointed. I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not, you know, totally. um, And you know, you can't feel that emotion because it's natural. But don't let it overwhelm you. Mm. Where now it affects you ongoing. Like you can't, you can't dwell on it. I mean, also, another thing I would say is ask questions. Enough people mm-hmm. don't ask questions. Like, they, they, I can't stress it enough. They, they only ask questions after they see you doing so many great things. Mm-hmm. Like, ask questions when a person's starting. Like, mm-hmm. follow their journey. You know, like, <clears throat> I'm not saying, you know, I, you know don't, you, you can't be a leech or you can't coattail. Right. But, like,
1: see what they're doing. All right, then start your own thing. And
3: you know maybe follow them along the way or partner up things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say yeah, don't
1: dwell on your failures and ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. That's why we have
0: mouths to communicate. Exactly. So we have ears yeah. for to listen. Exactly. And that's a, that's a, that's a super mm-hmm. underrated comment. Ask more questions because that's that's a simple. Anybody can ask more questions. It'll take no money. It'll take no. no It'll take nothing. So just ask a question. And a lot of us we yeah, got to... Like, so, you go when people. When people say to me, uh, they start off, I noticed a dumb question. Before they
1: even asked me, I said, is it no question is dumb? It's not.
0: If you don't know, how is it dumb? Right. If
1: you don't, <laughs> you're, you're dumb if you don't ask the question. Yeah, exactly. You
0: know, turn around. So, there you go. Man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. And uh, This no, this is my last question. My bad, my bad. I got one more Yeah, oh, You good, yeah, go okay. you good. You good. Yeah, Okay. good. Well, who, who do you think is the GOAT? Or Lebr- Le- oh, I'm gonna say LeBron or Jordan. Choose
2: wisely.
0: I'm gonna put Kobe in the mix. Oh, okay. Where well, you go, LeBron, Jordan, Kobe. Who you who you rocking with? Ah, that's tough. Uh, I'm gonna
1: say Jordan.
0: Ooh, I'm gonna
1: say Jordan.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Why is why is that? Why is that? Break it down. I would say <laughs> Jordan not just because he was undefeated in the finals, um,
1: but also I think, for one, he was a two-sport athlete. You know, he was decent in baseball as well. Um, I mean, just to take time off from basketball and then come back and still be that dominant, you know, I find that very admirable. Mm. Um, And then... um, I mean, right now he's a part owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So, you know, he's doing his thing off the court um, in that aspect. Um, I mean, it's it's a a tough argument, you know. Yeah. When people come from different generations, um, you know, of course, like the the younger guys now, you know, all they saw was um, LeBron. LeBron, right. You know, they might as well have the ladder half of
1: Kobe's career
0: mm-hmm. and then you know with Jordan all they have is really highlights to look at mm. um, so yeah, yeah I'm just you know still, stick, stick with uh, my okay. generation I'm going Jordan. i Jordan I feel, I feel that I feel that and that's a uh, that's like the, that's LeBron a answer <laughs> <laughs> he's <has> a LeBron's <laughs> right answer <laughs> the, 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 okay. like, but that's <laughs> a no, but real talk <laughs> your answer is an answer that I could definitely respect because like what I don't like when people when I like have this conversation with people is when they say Jordan and just say six and zero, six and zero. But you was just like you ain't even bring up really the six and zero part. You brought up other things, and I'm like, okay, I I, I definitely respect that. But like, this is my own my my thoughts on how I feel. I feel like I grew up in Chicago, so I was born in '93. But I like my whole like childhood. My dad had like Jordan, like you know, in Chicago, Jordan, Jordan, everything tapes. So I grew up, and I was a basketball player, so I grew up watching Jordan. Like, die hard all day long, hours, like, all day. So, and, and I was at the point, I'm like, man, ain't going to never be nobody better than Jordan. Like, he just too good. Like, he cold. And then LeBron came on the scene. So, it took me a while. Then after 2016, I'm like, I'm going to let this like, I feel like he the goat because I feel like he could do more. What he does more with less. And he's been on so many different environments, different coaches, not even really good coaches, not even really that many good teammates a lot of the times. And I'm like he, I just feel like he does more well he he's he's he does more or less. But Jordan got that more killer mentality. And I don't pick Kobe and I pick Kobe third because I've just said like Jordan is I mean Kobe is just a remix Jordan. So I was like, I can't put him I can't I can't put him like you know what I'm saying? We're gonna get ready to wrap this up. But before we wrap this up, I want you to let the people know where can they find you, where can they keep in touch with you, if they got any more questions, if, if they wanna know about uh your company two hundred K or any of all this stuff, where can they find you and hit you up at?
1: so I can be found on Twitter at Instagram at Josh D. Lifestyle that's all together Josh D. Lifestyle and then for the podcast page uh, we have Instagram and that's CC Smack Podcast
0: yep yep and for everybody that's listening please go follow them go check them out on all, all the things they're doing because they're doing big big and dope and great things so please definitely go check them out they, if you got any questions feel free to like you said ask more questions feel free to DM yeah lately them. I've been getting like a plethora
1: of DMs about
0: <laughs> stock investing yeah and all right, cool I, I answer all actually one guy now and, uh, we email like, email back and forth like, he wanted to send so much information I it's like hey it'd be more um effective if we just put this in the email I gave him my email I said hey like, give me a 24 to 40
1: hour turnaround to reply and right like, now He was like, yo, the information I gave him over the course of four email exchanges, he was like, that's more information than he ever had before. So that made me feel good that I can help him out, you know, things like
0: that. And it all started from him just asking a question. Yeah, just asking a question, yeah. So there there you go. So. Whoever's yep. listening, feel free to hit them up with whatever questions you got. and Like I said, bro, we definitely appreciate you for coming on, man. Keep doing the great things you're doing. We we definitely have to do this again and link up, link up you. soon. Yes, sir. Likewise. Yes, yes ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right,
2: y'all.
0: Yeah, have a great day. You too, bro. All right. All right. All right, guys. That was another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast with Josh... And like he said, if you guys want to hit him up, follow him on Twitter, Instagram, whatever his name on Instagram is Josh at Josh the lifestyle. So follow him. Like he said, he doing like I said, he's doing a bunch of great things. So I would definitely advise y'all to check him out. Like he said, ask more questions, whatever it's stock investing, whatever it is, hit him up. Feel free to hit him up. And in closing, for the people who don't know, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Xavier C Miller. And please do not forget to subscribe, like, rate. Give us feedback on our uh, on our podcast. We definitely appreciate it. And Deanna, she's gonna give you guys her info as well.
2: You guys can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent. Twitter is Deanna S Kent. And if you haven't already, you can subscribe to the Millionaire Mindsets daily text subscription by texting at the ad sign. M Mindsets to 81010. Again, that is at the ad sign. M mindsets to eight one zero one zero. And you can start receiving our daily inspirational text messages. Yep.
0: And that's pretty much all we have for this episode. Thanks, Thank you guys for listening. See you next episode. Peace. On the way to the big check. You ain't know I'm up next till I'm on the way. You ain't take a risk cause you too afraid. I'ma just eat till I'm overweight. On the way. A lot of shit on the way. On the way.